From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR. Coach, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are good. you? I'm good. Are you dressing up for Halloween tomorrow night? Uh, I'm not dressing up, but I would like to get out at least a little bit with the. I still the, got young enough kids. Uh, sure. Daughter's twelve, so this is probably close to the last year for her. So, um, would like to at least be out there, and I think the weather's supposed to hold up at least one more day, from what I hear. When kids come to the uh, the Dickinson household, do they get like the big big size chocolate bars, or you just give out the small ones? I live out in Springbank now, and I have to admit, I don't know if there is any kids out here. Uh, they. Uh, there's a lot of space in between the houses, so uh, people go to, I think, the more populated areas. But uh, sometimes we've even left the candy out, and that's not a good omen. I oh, think yes. <laughs> somebody no. gets a lot of candy. Who knows who gets any candy after that? But w- I think w- one person <laughs> pops by, and they, they fill their bag up. I like that. Yeah, well, you, you know. You, you got to give it away. I don't want to eat it all. I know that. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, you heard the opening, Coach. I, I thought the team was a little bit better on Saturday night. Obviously not perfect because it was another loss. Stampeder fans are a little bit concerned. Uh, I can attest because I, I, I host the post-game show. I host the call-in show. Uh, is the coach concerned with the two-game losing streak? Well, it's not ideal. I'm not looking for a two-game losing streak uh, at any time of the year. And, uh, you know, I do think we played with great effort and uh i thought there were some things to build upon but yeah it was still a loss and there's a lot of things that we could have done better um you know and i do think that a lot of teams are very equally matched uh and i was uh, i do think that we have a great team uh, but i don't think we're necessarily uh head and shoulders if at all better we just need to put it all together at one time so um we're still working on that uh luckily we've got we built that cushion earlier and we were able to clinch. I don't think it was a lack of focus or anything like that. I, our guys played hard. Uh, just ended up on the wrong end of that score. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a concern heading into the playoffs? Because, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of fans, again, concerned about the, with the offensive line. You had to go with three internationals on the offensive line. Not ideal. Um, is, is there one area more concerning than, than others as far as your eyes are concerned? But we're not really concerned, but we know it's a great opportunity. We want to go after it. We want to, uh, you know, we know you you battle all year long to try to get uh, home field advantage, and you want to make it count. So uh, more than anything, we just we know that opportunity will still be there. Everything we want is right in front of us, and it's exactly where we want to be. So we want to be, uh, you know, locked and loaded and playing the best football we can and put the best performance on, on the field uh, for the West Final. Uh, you know, there are areas we haven't been as good. I think offensively, uh, we haven't been as good in the last month. We played uh, a better game, but not a great game. Special teams, we definitely have been missing Roy. And uh, we've also, you know, given up a few plays here or there. So defensively, uh, you know, I, we are kind of beat up, actually, uh, in the back end for sure. And uh, so there's there's concern for me to make sure my guys – will be as healthy as possible, and uh, I'm still going to live with that philosophy. If you're feeling good, let's play, but if, if you're beat up, uh, I would rather rest those guys um, and try to make sure they're ready to go for, for the West Final. That's the question we always get, Dave. It's, it's always rest versus rust, and, and you've been a player, you've been a coach, you know, you, you've been in both sides of, this, uh, of the story. Uh, is there one that's better than the other? I, I guess rest rather than suffering an injury or uh, from that standpoint. Where, where do you stand on it? 
I think if you're healthy, play. Um, but if you've been fighting through stuff all year, if something's not quite right, I think it's the rest is the way to go. Just there's always injuries can happen. Listen, we don't have huge rosters anyway, so guys are going to have to play, right. and some very very important guys are going to have to play. And and I want them to play well and keep uh, playing fast uh, and doing their thing. But um, you know, there will be obviously some guys that I think could play for sure. And if uh, if they're not feeling right or not quite there, I'm not playing them. And that's uh, it's going to be interesting how it plays out. Uh, you know, I, I I do think you you take it right to the edge. And for me, it's about this last game. If you go back to 2013, uh, we lost three of our cornerstones in that game against BC, the last game in a nothing game, and, it, and we just didn't have any juice in the playoffs. So, um, listen, you're healthy. Uh, I'm going to play you. But if you're beat up a little bit and you something's swollen or something's hurting and you're not, you know, you can you could definitely tough it out. If I have a backup that I feel confident in, uh, you might suit up, but you won't play as much as you you think you will. That BC game a couple of years ago was devastating. Mark Quay McDaniel goes down in that game, and of course you lost half your defensive line. And you're right, it just it sapped the energy out of the uh, the team. Uh, how about if your quarterback Bo Levi Mitchell? Um, you know the the philosophy for for the team, whether it was Huff or yourself, Dave. Uh, usually, if you're in this position, last game of the season, you don't play your starting quarterback. Is that is that philosophy going to continue? Is is Bo going to uh, be on the bench this weekend? Well, we're going to talk tomorrow. Um, you know, I got the game plan in there. Uh, you know, I'm I'm real happy that with, with uh, Bo always wants to play, and if if he doesn't play, it's it's my decision. Uh, he'll be available, and I think he'll want to play. Um, now it's up to me to decide. I I did think after Saskatchewan game, we needed something. We needed a little spark. We needed to show something uh, to get that confidence back and. Uh, like I said, we weren't perfect, but there was at least a, the second half. It looked kind of a little closer back to where we'd been, and uh, that was, for me, a good thing. So, um, you know, if we would have had 150 yards passing and and uh, not had any touchdowns, that would uh, come into my decision a little bit more than, than the way the last game went. But if he's healthy and he's ready to go, I'm comfortable with at least playing him some. Okay, fair enough. I, I guess the, the other question, and I'm already getting on the text line, so I may as well put it out there. What about guys like Marquay McDaniel and Roy Finch? You know, because they've been out now for for a while. Uh, important for them to get back into the lineup if they're healthy enough. Yeah, I mean, it, certainly, yeah, I would like to see them. Um, but I also, uh, if if you're not there, if you're feeling tweaks and you're just not there, I'll I'll still sit you. But both okay. guys can benefit from playing as well. Both guys. Uh, we'll have a, probably a better sense of what it is. I think, to be honest, Marquez played, uh, you know, a little bit more. Roy is. Uh, I will admit, when you when he came back from his little two game deal this year, the first game back, he didn't have that same timing, that same rhythm, and those type of things. So, I'll ask Roy how he's doing. If he if he thinks he's good to go, I'd like to to give him that uh, that opportunity. Even though, yes, he's very valuable and had an outstanding year, but. Um, you know, I think they're both players could benefit from some playing time. Coach, I'm getting a lot of calls on the text line. Uh, got a couple of callers already uh, hanging on on the phone line. So we're going to take a quick time out here. We're going to come back. If you have questions for the coach, this is your time to do it. Uh, Dave Dickinson joins us every Monday night for Tom's House of Pizza. Of course, they've got five locations here in Calgary where pizza lovers feel at home. Five locations, including one in Okotoks. More with Coach Dickinson when we come back. Phone lines are now open. 403-974-TALK. 403-974-8255. Follow us on Twitter at Sports on 770. My email address, jock at newstalk770.com. 
It is his show, and it's your chance to talk to Coach Dave Dickinson here on Sports Talk with Jock. Uh, first one up is uh, Kirk on the text line. Uh, Kurt asks Coach, he says, is there anybody on the six-game injured list close to returning? I guess he's asking about uh, Cordero Law there. And he also says, is there anybody on the practice roster that is impressed enough to uh, get a look against Winnipeg? Six-game list will probably uh, Cordero will practice this week. Uh, Anthony Woodson back back practicing. Uh, we probably wouldn't take the hit on the salary cap uh, since this game really doesn't have uh, the same, I guess, meaning that it could. Mm-hmm. Um, but PR-wise, yeah, there's some guys on there that I'd like to take a peek at. Uh, we've been shuffling different guys in. Uh, we put Dom Williams in last game, um, continue to try to find the right lineup and uh, let these guys see if they can play and, and make an impact. And I guess I'll follow that up with a question from Garrett because Garrett says, uh, Coach, what was your impression of Dominic Williams? Well, he didn't. He played about... 20 plays uh, was about a third of our plays, and uh, that's kind of where we wanted it. Didn't get a ton of touches, uh, protected well, and I thought when he did touch the ball, um, he did a nice job. Uh, maybe not as flashy as when Terry broke in there, but it's, uh, I think he did his job real well. And certainly a guy we, we wanted to look at, and we did. Did he get quite as, few, as many touches as I was hoping? No, but... Um, going to keep working on that, so you maybe uh, get him some more this week. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, Rob, you're on the air with Coach Dave Dickinson. Hi, good evening, guys. Uh, Rob, Stamps fan living in Regina, Saskatchewan. Uh, <laughs> Coach, I'm going to forgive you for the hellish two weeks I've just gone through at the office, so we're going to leave it at that, because I know I know it's going to turn around. And that's, that's the segue. That's why I'm calling. When you hear the fans out here, when you hear the media out here, uh, this team is dead and buried they're six feet under the stamps are finished and i like that narrative going into the western final you guys busted your buns to get the bye week use the bye week get guys rested this game against winnipeg doesn't mean anything to the stampeders other than getting primed and ready for the western final use the bye the only streak that hasn't been broken in the last two weeks is the coming off the bye streak so let's just keep that going and uh, i like the narrative of this team being the underdogs, the perceived underdogs. They didn't handle being the favorites very well last year on Grey Cup Sunday. I like the underdog approach for this group. I think they're going to be hungry, and I'd love the coach's comments on that. Thanks, Rob. Well, I was well said, actually. <laughs> I, uh, I was worried when you said you're from Regina. I thought we were <laughs> going to go down he, another path. He but, said he was uh, a stamp fan living in Regina. Oh, living in Regina. Yes. Okay. <laughs> 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 no, I listen. I, I I kind of agree with, and that's what I'm saying. As far as um, if you, there's really no guarantees uh, on the West Final, whether we win this game or lose this game, I know it's going to be a tough game. Uh, but I want our guys working hard and getting better, and I want them uh, thinking uh, they're as as physically ready and mentally ready as possible. And yeah, we might we might be in a little bit of an underdog role. Um, that's that hasn't happened in a long time, but. Uh, a lot of people from last year are saying we didn't handle it well. Well, we handled it very well in the West Final. Uh, we were the heavy favorites against Wally and the boys. Played as good a game as we played all year. So the Grey Cup it didn't go our way. So you can't live in a 50-50. you gotta, you got to go finish the deal. And um, We do still know everything we want is right in front of us. Uh, the West Final is in our building, uh, and uh, we like our team. So uh, we, we do think that the opportunity is there, and now it's our, our chance to go seize it. Coach, a question here on the text line. Can you ask uh, Dave uh, why he decided to go for the onside kick? Uh, there was two minutes left, still at a timeout. Uh, you could have kicked it deep. Uh, what was the thought process? Well, same thing, basically. Uh, 
I mean, I did it in the great cup with less than that. So, you, you, if your defense, and not that they weren't playing well, we hadn't really been stopping them. And uh, basically there I felt uh, if we could stop them, uh, um, even an onside kick, if we stop them, we still have a – they wouldn't have been a field goal range. Uh, uh, we didn't stop them, and they were able to get that kick and, and kind of ice it. But regardless, we kick it deep or not, I think the result, unfortunately, would have been the same because uh, they ended up getting three first downs and, and made the plays at the end. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Cliff, you're on the air with Coach Dave Dickinson. Hey, guys, uh, hopefully on the, the last call, Dave, because I'm sorry of the nonsense you put up with the last call there last week. <laughs> but I just want to say you handled yourself with uh, such class, and uh, that's, all, that's all I ever see with the Stamps is class, class, class. And you know what? I, I, just, uh, I just finished watching this game over again. And, you know, sometimes uh, wins mask uh, some bad play, and sometimes losses mask some good play. And I'm pretty excited with how, how well I saw that offense perform in the second half. I thought Bo was, he, he looked like he had a lot of confidence in uh, some of those timing and anticipation routes. And I thought the receivers were, they were, they were getting open. And it, I mean, when they talk about being on the same page, it, it's, it's reading the uh, the zones and it's finding those soft spots. And, and I thought everything was just going, I mean, some of those run pass options were, they were just run uh, uh, just sweetly by Bo. And uh, you know what? You guys are looking really good, and uh, all the best. Okay. Hey, I will say, like, uh, pretty uh, – Devaris Daniels, I thought, looked back. A guy that we thought would take in that step uh, when he got hurt the last time we were in Edmonton. He had a great game. And, and I think we did drop – we considered three drops. But, um, you know, Kamar looks dangerous. Uh, Kamar looks like a guy that's going to give people trouble. And uh, we did still Anthony Parker at a solid game. So I'm with him. I thought – there was steps forward, and it wasn't perfect, but we needed as an offense to at least show up and uh, and make some plays. And, uh, and like you say, we win and lose as a team, but I think all three phases uh, need to improve but should have stuff to work on and build upon uh, when it matters the most. Another question on the text line from John, and John asks, uh, can you ask uh, how the O-line played? I think I asked that earlier, but he, uh, he says specifically uh, Randy Richards. Well, that that was a bit of a sore spot for us. It wasn't that they played that poorly. It was the penalties. And we took five penalties, um, some of them lack of discipline, uh, almost trying too hard. And you want to play physical. Uh, I felt like we kind of got punched in the mouth versus Sass, so challenged the guys to play physical. They wanted to step up. A couple were, you know, very touch and go. I didn't see them. Uh, good selling jobs by the defense. Uh, but we did have uh, still two or three that were just so critical and so costly. And those were the penalties, really, that took us out of our flow. Um, so they got to get better. Um, you know, we're, Randy actually played pretty good besides the penalty. I thought he held his own against a great group. Uh, we're still fighting it a little bit, and um, we lost Renfro there in the middle of the game. So <clears throat> Spencer came in at guard, and I thought did did, did a nice job. So... A little bit of depth there. We're still trying to find the right combination because I really believe an offense goes as far as the big boys take us, and uh, we'll be working hard to get the right combination this week. Another question from Darren on the text line. Darren asks, uh, he sa- and this is his opinion, he says it looks to him like the team is a little fragile. How is the confidence of the team uh, you know, in the dressing room? Because obviously we're not there. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, it, you're right as far as winning breeds winning and losing can breed, breed losing. And, uh, you know, I feel like we've got good veteran leadership. Uh, 
uh, you know, I think that our guys felt decent about the game, yet disappointed that they couldn't go up there and get the win. Uh, they knew it was going to be tough. Edmonton's a good team, uh, and they played us tough and played us well. Uh, I don't really think fragile, but I, I think there should be some urgency uh, to get better. And it's still a one-game playoff deal. You don't know. Uh, you go in over, you know, you feel good about yourself, you're overconfident. If you're not feeling as good about yourself, you're fragile. I just feel like you should go for it. you got a great opportunity. Play the game as hard as you can. Make sure you're prepared. Do everything you can do yourself and, and kind of let the uh, the game take care of itself from there. So I look at it as a great opportunity. I really do. I'm ready to, to get there. We have a, a tough game versus Winnipeg, and we're going to play hard. Uh, but I do know our players are looking uh, forward, which ultimately maybe isn't the best philosophy, but uh, it's certainly something I think is human nature. Yeah, true enough. And uh, we know Winnipeg has a lot to play for this weekend because they want to host a home playoff game. Coach, always appreciate it. Thanks so much for your time tonight. Okay. Yeah, you guys have a good one. You Take bet care. you. Dave Dickinson, head coach of the Calgary Stampeders. He joins us every Monday night after a game for Tom's House of Pizza, where pizza lovers feel at home. Five locations, including Okotoks. Okay, Stampeder fans, if you want to go to the game on Friday night, uh, make sure you bring a new or gently used winter coat for the Salvation Army. I got a couple of tickets to give away right now to the game. All you have to do is tell me who was the offensive game star that Greg Peterson selected on Saturday night, offensive game star for the Calgary Stampeders. The coach just talked about him and uh, thought he was uh, pretty impressive. So anyway, uh, if you want to be the first correct caller through at 403-974-TALK, 403-974-8255. Got a couple of tickets for you for the Stamps and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers right here on the home of the Calgary Stampeders, News Talk 770.